All righty. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Elephant in the Room with Desiree and Friends. We are your hosts. My name is Desiree. I am the creator of the show and also an entrepreneur. It's your boy, Be Easy, from the uh, DJ Blaze Radio Show podcast, and I'm Ann Friend. <laughs> Big Cliff, host of Carolina Sports Talk. Nikki Martin, um, retired from the military, building my own business, couple businesses. Amen to that. All righty. And I want to jump into this week's episode. I know everybody's been talking about Will and Jada. It's been going on for a week and we're kind of late to it, but I did want to talk about it in a sense of not exactly the actions that happened, but how it's been perceived over the last couple of weeks and the conversations and the topics that people have been talk- talking about. It's been interesting the hell out of me. And I finally been able to sit down with y'all so we can talk about it as mm-hmm. a group together. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we do that, I did want to go and jump into a game. Okay. Y'all know me. I like games. <laughs> All righty. So the question is, um, if you were to be given a million dollars each time you press a button, but with you pressing that button, someone dies anywhere across the world. You don't know them close or far. Would you press the button? Who wants to take that question? Niggas get shot every day, B. <laughs> I knew somebody was going to jump on it. <laughs> so that's a yeah for you, bro. Nigga, I'll be pushing that button like the easy button. To, uh, What's that? Uh, What's that? Um, Staples? <laughs> yeah. That was easy. Yeah. <laughs> nah, that's enough for me, Smashing bro. Smashing that motherfucker. <laughs> Well, listen, I'm going to just stand by that dude and get some of the residuals because I'm not doing it, man. Like, mm-hmm. my mind is going to lay, lay to the line of um, life away more precious than some million dollars. One, two. <laughs> Whatever. Listen, and and then, and then on the flip side of that, I got the kind of luck that I feel like I hit the button and it'll be somebody I know. You see what I'm saying? Or it could be me. So, nah, I'm Gucci. What if that was their time to go? Don't y'all believe in that? Yeah, but I also ain't in no rush to doing it neither. Like, mm-hmm. I know I am going to die at one point. However, comma, I'm doing everything I can now to push that at least about 50, 60 down the line. So, and if they're in, if it is their time to go, I don't want to have my hand connected to it. That's all I'm saying. Let it be their time, not my. So it's a no for you yeah. too? Oh, it's definitely a no. Like I definitely would uh, take that box and I would try to break it so nobody else could do it. <laughs> now, if the button accidentally pressed the button in the while I'm breaking it and I get a million dollars, I try to do the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, let me get the money on the loophole. <laughs> what about you, Nick? Um, I believe in karma. And somebody pressed that button on me. So, this is what I'm talking about. And well, everything I got going on gone from the yeah. Nah. That's wonderful because I don't believe in karma. So I'm pushing that goddamn button. <laughs> but see, you don't is, believe I, in karma. No. Oh, you gotta believe in karma. Well, I whatever. don't got to. Mm-hmm. All I gotta do is stay black well, and die. Well, so this is how I feel about it though. I honestly feel that like in this scenario, if what if everybody that presses the button is the person that dies? So you know, mm. like, the, but see, the thing about it is when people... Wait, are, wait, 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 wait. You adding <laughs> shit. You adding no, shit. No, but see, it says someone somewhere in the world will die. You don't know them. You could what? know them. What? But what if it's tied to the box itself? Because you press the button, the next person that gets it, you become the list of people. Like, y'all seen that Black Mirror episode oh, where yeah. the guy, where they had the bees and they said uh, death to, and then at the end, all of them died. Because people just joined in and did something because they thought, oh, you know, it was what it was. There's no repercussion for them because they're not thinking about See. the repercussion. Mm-hmm. And then it turns back to be the repercussion is death. Like, as you you did it. You chose to press the button for a million dollars. So now you're placed on a list with everybody else that pressed that button. And y'all are the ones that died. Yeah, so you you didn't add that in there. This like- <laughs> well, see, that's why I didn't ask. That's why I didn't because I want people to because that's the thing people don't think about those consequences. They people don't think about what could happen after something happens. They think about it afterwards, or if you're if you have the knowledge or given the knowledge after the fact. No one wants to go and jump ten steps ahead to figure out if it's right or wrong. People just end up finding finding out if it's right or wrong. And that's, that's why, why my credit looked like the way it looked. you know what. <laughs> Think about the consequences. I just went ahead and got that shit. Scoop, scoop cop. (laughs) And so the reason why I did bring that question up is because, again, we are talking about Will and Jada. And it's about the fact that he got up on stage and slapped Chris Rock in the face. You know, so, you know, is the consequence 
is it something that he thought about? Did he know what he was doing, you know, with with everything that's going out from, from August Alcina and their relationship and everyone jumping on Jada and everyone talking about Will being emasculated or less pussy whipped and her being toxic and all that. So, you know, I kind of want to ask this question. I want to turn it back on everybody else. What is your toxic trait? Hmm. I'm interested in hearing what Nick has to say about this first. Oh, me. Ladies first, you know. Um, probably my most toxic trait is I would drop somebody real quick. Mm. Like the moment you show me any type of bullshit, like I used to let red flags fly and first red flag you out, friend or otherwise. Like, I mean, and that can be toxic because sometimes things can be, you know, handled in a way where, you know, reconciliation, but I have zero tolerance for bullshit. Like I've been told, my mama told me that you burn bridges too much. Fuck them bridges. I'm like, I burn them because I ain't trying to cross them again. I'll run through that ditch if I got to pump that bridge. Yeah, I don't go backwards at all. So heard, heard, heard. looking at me because you next. What's up? What's your toxic trait, bro? They don't know what y'all looking at looking at this screen either. But (laughs) um, probably like you know, I'll uh become emotionally unavailable mm. and i'll just be there so is that toxic is it toxic yeah i mean it could be i mean because my toxic trait isn't so much in the traditional sense either mine is um giving people more than they deserve what, what? that's my toxic trait that can be toxic you one of them niggas that, who go to the it. interview and be like i think i work too hard well that's enabling though yes yeah you basically enabling. like i i give I look for the best in people, even when they show me differently. And I've I've gotten better with it through time. But like now, I always expect something from people to be um, of a certain level and a certain standard more so than they really are looking for from themselves. And so I realized that um, it hinders me and it hinders them because I've set an expectation on them that they'll never be able to reach because mm. they're not who they are, who I who I'm looking at them to be. So I realized that, and it's just my nature, though. And so as a such, I've tried, like I said, I've tried to pull back from it, but. Ultimately, every there's people who just point blank are going to get a higher level of respect or regard for me than they deserve. Mm. Mm. Well, I kind of agree with your toxic trait as my toxic trait, but I've been going through some self-healing and whatnot. Okay. But um, I feel like my toxic trait is the fact that I can see through bullshit, like straight up. Like, How is that a toxic trait? Because if I can see through bullshit, like as far as the expectations, like, okay, I might have an expe- expectation for someone because they came in and showed something or to pretended to be something that they were. Well, I'm going to hold you to that level of expectation because it, I feel like you kind of want to believe that yourself is there. Is That's why you portrayed that. Mm-hmm. But I'm also going to see where you are in your life right now. And then I'm going to hold you to it and I'm going to let you know about it. I'm like, I'm going to call out your bullshit. I'm like, hey, you literally portrayed to be this person. Like you told me you were this, this, and this, and you were going to do this, this, and that. And now, okay, two weeks later, three weeks later, this isn't happening. This isn't happening. So you basically lied to me and mm-hmm. you're a liar. And now they're like, well, what the fuck? And it's like, well, yeah, I'm calling you out so you could become aware of it. I'm not, you know, if you do a certain amount of things, a certain amount of times, yes, I will cut you off. But I want you first to be aware of it and then become accountable of your actions so you no longer do that. I will say most of my relationships, I have held people up here because that's where they want to be held. And then they start to slowly drop down themselves and i'm like no you need to come back up here and if you can't well then fuck it and a lot of people can't handle that and that's fine you know and that's why i mean that it can be toxic because relationships don't last if you don't allow people to i guess actually be who they are even though they're portraying to be somebody else so that's how i see it being toxic for me i I, I just had a i just thought like toxic like it was something you was doing that would hurt the other person Oh, it can be because some people don't Mm -hmm. like to hear the truth. Like if I'm calling you out on your bullshit, you might have fooled so many others uh, with everything you say and how you act. But you can't do that to me because I'm going to call you out on the discrepancies. (laughs) Like, okay, you said you this and that, but I'm over here looking at this and that. Your credit score ain't even how you this and that or you know whatever. Like I'm going to make you see these things. And, you know, and I think maybe because it happened to me that now I understand and why I try to like 
let people become aware of themselves is because a lot of people just go through life and they're just not aware of themselves and who they portray and how people see them because everybody wants to be portrayed a certain way but how are you portraying yourself mm -hmm. like so i'm going to make you look at that i'm gonna make you look at yourself and i'm gonna make you look at your perception and i'm gonna tell you what you what's adding up and what's not adding up if if i want to give us i want to i think because I, I i understand what dog's saying in the essence of traditional toxicity or whatnot so if i'm a if i'm gonna reventure my or uh, revisit my answer the previous toxic trait because i don't do it no more i used to be a pleaser where mm -hmm. i would say what i want to do what i wanted just to know like if it put a smile on people's face mm -hmm. um just say what they want to hear and not even so much like a out of, out of obligation like if somebody come in and they're looking like like they tried i'd be like I see you. You doing mm -hmm. your thing out there. I mean, I believe that they really look good, but if I see that they put some effort, I mean, I know it makes somebody feel good. I used to be, I used to be on that heavy, like just to kind of, you know, what I mean, boost people ego. But you know stuff. what? But they, that's putting light in a world full of darkness. Like people need to hear that. You, like, I'm gonna tell you the craziest situation that ever happened to me. I was probably in the worst situation, and I was feeling down. But I smiled at some guy. I was working at Columbia Mall, and I just smiled out at him and asked him how he was doing, mm -hmm. and he said he was fine. This man come back 30 minutes later with a gift card and a bag full of Victoria's Secret shit and, and just dropped it off. He, well, he didn't ask me for my number or nothing. In that car, he's like, I was about to kill myself, but you made oh, me. Wow. You, show, you saw me and you talked to me and you, you know, and it was like, damn, you don't know how you can positively affect people. Like when it comes to people pleasing or um, uh, what you said earlier, like I said, I kind of resonate with that, but I also see don't let people change you. Right. You know, right, because right. if people change who you are at your core. If you don't really know who you are at your core, people can change you. So if you are a giving person, don't let people that are selfish take away from your, your, your giving. Just, just recognize the people that are users versus people that actually need it. And sometimes even a user might need it sometimes. I'm not saying go out there and spend a hundred thousand dollars on them or something like that, but give them something that's more beneficial. Like you can take a man fishing and he going to depend on you all day. But if you show a man how to fish, they're going to feed themselves. So like, you know, um, my cousin, you know, I hate to, you know, whatever, but you know, there's a situation that happened and she asked me for something and I'm like, I can't give you this, but I'm gonna show you how to do it. Right. You know, instead of me going and breaking my back, back to try to figure out how I'm gonna get this for that person. No, I'm gonna show you how to get it for yourself because I'm not going to be in this, in this, this circle where you constantly come to me because you need me to do the X, X, Y, and Z. Okay. You need to learn how to stand on your own. So let me show you how to stand on your own. I'm gonna give back to you that way. You know, so just learning how to give in a productive way for me, or um, I guess within my boundaries, just recognizing what they are. So like, yeah. I got you. Now, and, I, and we're going to get back to the outline in a second, but I want to ask all three of y'all this question because I just want to know y'all's answers. Um, does a certain level of toxicity make the relationship better? Oh, nah. Nah. Like before I was healed, um, it was like I thrived in toxic environments. Um, it was almost like chaos followed me and I had it, you know, towing behind me intentionally or subconsciously. But now I tell you, like that's what I'm saying, like you just got no, you know, nothing no, for no it. No space for it. The moment you start showing me toxic strikes, man, I don't work too hard and came too damn far. I know that's right. You show me toxicity. People. But see, everybody has some type of toxic trait. So then it's, to me, it's like we are looking for perfection and no one is perfect. Like, you know, I, I look at it as, you know, there's going to be some toxicity. But what type of toxicity is it? Is it the the sex? <laughs> I can take some toxic ass sex. You know, what I'm saying? I don't think there's a that's such thing. Toxic. I, I think it there's is. There's no such thing but as yes, toxic sex. Yes, it is. Fuck that. So so has magic fuck you on the floor. <laughs> oh, no. As long as it's consensual, I was literally just got listening. Age. I was listening to a podcast <laughs> earlier and uh, damn, what's it called? Horrible Decisions. Mm -hmm. But it's spelled oh, like God. whore. And that's what, man, look, as long as it's consensual, everything goes. Or but it is toxic when herpes is involved. This is true. <laughs> Some stuff you can't get rid of. Yeah. Forever. It's, Kids. It's, once again, yeah. oh, that too. But it's all about consent. If y'all go in there raw and you produce a baby, hey, that's, that's consensual. Toxic. I mean, but you can't get rid of it. See, I like your perspective. I may have to adopt it. We'll talk afterwards. But <laughs> for me, I think that was the spirit of the conversation, of like the question um, that I was <laughs> that I was asking. Like, at the end of the day, 
when you have someone who you're dealing with that has a certain level of toxicity, whether you're supposed to be with them or not supposed to be with them, that sex is almost always better. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, they say crazy girls got the best. Listen, the one in my life I'm that I literally. knew I had no, no, like, there was nothing about us that should have been together was literally the best that I've ever had in my life. Mm-hmm. And, and like afterwards, it'd be like, I can't stand why I'm even around her. And then I'd be like, oh yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and literally, like I'm talking years, like de- dealt with each other for like two or three years. Boom, life happens. You don't see them, see them, don't, don't talk to them. And then like 10, 11 years later, it's like, oh yeah. And then four years later, here I am back in the same mess. You see what I'm saying? So like, nah, like that was. that's why I was asking the perspective. What about you, B? What you think? What was the question? (laughs) Does toxicity add a certain level to a relationship and or to sex to make it better? No. Sex? Yes. You never had sex with somebody you weren't supposed to and some toxic stuff and it just be like amazing? You mean like that man wife? Like that it was a perfect example like that man wife. Oh, well, I guess. (laughs) What? What? Wait, no, 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 no. Y'all not going to skate over that shit. What you mean that man wife? What happened? She wanted some of the vanity D, so I gave it to her. That's right. what you asked for. Like- five times. Slipped and fell in it five times. Mm. What? What's her favorite? And they lived down the street from me. And oh. I told her. I said, "Hey, look. I if your cut, if your husband come here with, it, how cool are you with your husband dying? <laughs> yeah, he come over here with that fool shit. Straight to it. I'm gonna push my million dollar button on his head." <laughs> I love the way he you roll that back into it. I'm professional. Though. Yeah, I'm professional. <laughs> 10 years. 10 years. He does this. You're not know talking about it. Yeah. In, in the industry, it's called a callback. Mm-hmm. So, okay. yeah, that's a callback. Message. Today. Yeah. But no. <laughs> I mean, but I feel like, I, okay, Nicole, I'm going to direct this to you. So, you in a relationship, y'all have no disagreements, no arguments. It's just, I guess okay. That ain't toxic but, though. I, but I'm saying that's my point. Like, She's saying that's gonna be some boring sex. Like it's not that it's boring, but you know every relationship has its highs and its lows. But it, it, if you're expecting it to not have anything going on, then it's just like this straight line of boring. I need some fluctuation. Like you know, like what what's exciting to you well, in a relationship? I mean, that's the thing though. Like I mean, in a relationship, like you said, yeah, you're gonna have disagreements. You're gonna mm-hmm. have differences. Mm-hmm. No two people are the same, even mm-hmm. if you grew up in the same house. So I mean, you can keep it spicy without it being toxic mm-hmm. and, and i will agree on that because there's levels to it there's this so, discourse or even argument and having yeah, like makeup sex and all that. okay so what's but that toxic to- and what's not toxicity toxic. is those things where like he I, I think it was brought up where it's like you just don't you're not supposed to be i did it was brought up i brought it up where you're just not supposed to be with it uh in with an individual mm-hmm. is something where you know it's not going to work or mm-hmm. um where there's this um over aggression in males or the lack of affection in quote and females or whatever something that you know that is just not a good fit and or and it's not supposed to be and it's intentionally made for a conflict like you know the outcome and the result and you know it's a bad thing but just you're gonna do it anyway and go through it that for me is toxicity yeah um, having a disagreement doesn't mean it's toxic yeah that's not toxic because that's yeah. just human nature yeah. but i think for me like the 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 concept of toxicity is when people you bring something out to them like, hey, you're doing this. This is causing an issue. This is problematic for me. And when they continue to do that, they okay. refuse to fix the issues because it's like, well, this is the way I am. Mm. Blah, 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 oh, blah. That's toxic. That's that that's toxic phrase in itself. Yeah. This is the way I am. That's trash. Yeah. Because you're not owning up to your bullshit. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let me ask that. So let's we're, we're still on course whatever but okay for me i will say that in certain situations like in the beginning when i start dating someone i'm like okay i am not that affectionate like i know that about myself and i take the damn uh is what is it the like love languages seven percent physical touch like Mm. i'm not making this up i know who i am like i I know that okay why not why not you don't like physical touch no, you got she to. says she's she only at 7%. Yeah, 7%. I'm now, like, don't get it I'm twisted. like 92. Yeah. Oh, you said <laughs> yeah. yeah, but see, don't get it twisted. Like, I do like a, a affection at times, you know, but... So you're like a cat. Like only 7% yeah, of the time. Yeah, but like, <laughs> like, I just don't see, like, why people got to touch 100% of the day. Like, you just got to... 
we sit here and I just got to be like this or, you know, whatever, yeah, like, you so know, cold. oh yeah, my, yeah. Warm heart though. Now, physical, physical touch. Yeah. Warm your hands And see, up. for me, sometimes it feels <laughs> it uncomfortable. Hey, yo. I'm going to unbutton my top button here. That's an elephant in the room. <laughs> well, hold up. <laughs> but what I'm saying though, I'm going to throw this Clorox bottle over. Don't be shouting them out. They ain't saying nothing. <laughs> Brandy, where? <laughs> I'm Jumbo, y'all baby. up next time. <laughs> but what I'm saying though is that if so, what I his nose look like? I hear you, Big Bird. I'm like, y'all about to go inside now. <laughs> you in that corner? You in that corner? <laughs> it's Nikki's fault. I didn't do nothing. You should. You, you started it. You planted yeah. the seeds. <laughs> she she the one rolled the thigh. Okay. I mean it. it yeah. And, well, I was talking. It was just a. It was just a example. Yeah, yeah, the way that yeah. that cold just like yeah. Like, I mean, creeped well, up my leg too. Mm. Like, this is a whole different show. Heart, yeah. you know, it's not X-rated, y'all. Not today. Welcome oh, to man. Elephant in the Room after dark. <laughs> <laughs> what I was thinking yes. was that as far as dating or whatever, um, you know, I said I say this in the beginning because I'm being honest with you, right? I'm telling you exactly how I am and who I am. So when I am, so when you come to me five weeks, six weeks, 10 weeks later talking about you're not affectionate, I'm like, well, yeah, I told you that. But so that, how did you, so I feel like you came in there with an expectation to change. So like me. if we watching Netflix and shit, we can't be cuddled up and shit. No, I'm saying that we can, you know, like it's just not all, not all the time. Sometimes I really want my space. I feel like everybody wants their space. And it's just the fact that like, when I want my space, then it's more so like I'm not affectionate. I'm like I've been affectionate with you all week, or I was affectionate with you on Tuesday. They, yeah, you know Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> like we were sitting here watching. Them. Yeah, like I, I just, just kind of how I feel. Like I, I love Lucy. I mean, but it's just me. Like I even growing up with my mom and them, like watching movies with the family. I would be in the corner watching movies by myself. My sister would be on my mom's lap, and they would all be together, and I'm just over here by myself, and I'm okay with that. Wow, let's like, unpack this. It's <laughs> <laughs> nothing to unpack. My mom said she should have uh, picked me up till I was like one or something. I think she stopped p- putting me down, but whatever. Here's, it's here's not whatever. Here's my two cents on it. How does that make you feel? Okay. I don't feel like that in itself is a toxic trait. It's not. If you went into a relationship Mm -hmm. knowing that and knowing that this individual wanted that, it's like, well, I want this, but I'm just not going to give him that. And if he thinks he can change me, he's short. So that That other person is toxic. toxic. Is Mm -hmm. the fact that the person who wants to change you come into the relationship with wanting to change somebody can be toxic. toxic. Yeah. So I'm just saying like most people that I've ever encountered, everybody hasn't had a sense of awareness to know who they are to come in honest. Like when they come in, they come in with this persona of who they are and they're not really honest about it. And then they expect to change the other person based on like, Oh, I want kids or I I don't want kids. Well, I want kids. So if I want to be with you, you're going to want kids. And then 10 years down the line, you're wondering why you don't have kids. And it's like, because that person said that they didn't want it and you tried to change it. So the whole relationship could have been dead years ago and time could have provided you with a partner who wanted to have kids, but instead, yeah, exactly. But that's why I'm like, you know, everybody has a, in my opinion, everybody has a sense of toxic when it comes to me trying to change someone. I'm going to just see who you are. And if I rock with it, I do. And if I come to you with things that I feel are issues or problematic to the person you told me you were, then now we got to, I have to try to, we got to come back because I'm like, okay, Hey, you told me you were like this and like this, but now I'm seeing you're like this and you're like this. And then most people come back and be like, Oh, well, you know, I have a right to change my mind. Well, you do. Let's talk about it, but don't just automatically come and expect me to change or something that I've said I was from day one. So, you know, yeah, you know, you're right. And, and, and like I said, the, the act itself isn't a toxic toxic thing. It's the, then how you interact and react with it. But um, kind of going off what you were talking about and getting back to the outline. Um, what? <laughs> how do y'all feel about, and I'm skipping around a little mm-hmm. bit. How do y'all feel back about Will's reaction, if you would, to Chris Rock on Sunday? Do y'all feel like that was toxic in itself? Do you feel like that was um, him defending his wife? Or where, where do y'all stand on it? And we'll start this way with Nick. Um, I don't think that he was defending her from a s- stance of like he was personally offended. 
um, because I've watched it a whole a whole bunch of different angles or whatever. And he laughed at first. Mm-hmm. She rolled her eyes, and it was almost like that, you know, because I mean, from my everything that I've studied, he's a little pussy whoop. And she she kind of jerked on that chain a little bit, like what you makes gonna, you think he's you gonna let him do? right yeah, because of the him. the way that she has continued to make an absolute fool of this man. How <clears throat> like if that's their agreement that they are seeing mm-hmm. other people, and yes, hers has come out, but he he's doing he the same thing. I get that. I he's know that he's comfortable. I know they're in an uh, open marriage. I get that, but it's the way that that went so damn public and. Well, the well, the public has made a mockery of them. But why did it go public like the way that it did, though? Because a lot of people don't talk about why it did. Though. What would mm-hmm. August? Did? Mm-hmm. I don't know. August came out. August came something. out and said it. She so didn't come out. They didn't say, come out with so it first. Was, so see, that's what I don't. I don't understand. Maybe I don't understand the full agreement. Like maybe they're in an open marriage, but it's like, do we do? We well, nobody's talking. They about had a it. red table talk, and what happened at the red table talk, and why did she came out with it is because, and this is why. Let me let me go back and answer the question first. I whole August, I've seen a thing when you when you try to put. They've already said to each other, because they're the ones in the relationship, we're going to work on this. And as as a married couple, we're going to go through this. But if the if the the world is still holding on to something of uh, indiscretion in their marriage and creating a conversation or their ideas and then pushing it on the public, people are going to have their own ideas and spread that. And it's going to be more than their truth. And they are keep constantly being reminded of and they keep they're constantly in the joke like he's pussy whipped and she's a toxic ass woman and all this other stuff but that's I don't see it that way I literally looked at him and he was like look enough is enough y'all think I'm this bitch ass dude because I've been calm in all this situ- all these other situations but let me show you I'm still from Philly and I'm gonna slap this nigga because he's always say, saying something and he had even addressed the fact that he's already talked to Chris before and mm. had told him just keep their names out Leave of their my mouth, well, out by your mouth. mouth, and he did it anyways. So you could say Chris did it because he probably knew that Will was going to react because he's at this point, and there, you know, you you can kind of tell when somebody's at a point. But I don't think it has anything to do with Jada. And the reason why I say that is because listening to her talk and her red table talks, the, she thinks just like me. And I don't know if it's because she a Virgo or whatever, but I agree with a lot of stuff that she's saying. She went to the red table talk to be honest to let y'all know their side of the story, not his. Like they could have you know, not spoken on it and not giving it any life. But she said, I'm going to be transparent with y'all and let y'all in because y'all been wanting and dying to know what the fuck is going on in our relationship. So here it is. I had my indiscretion or my entanglement. And then when Will back came back and said, you know, I'm going to get you back. She was like, you going to get me back? Yeah, like, out of all, you done got me back how many times? It's just the fact of the matter that mm-hmm. his indiscretions never really got light like hers did because a guy came out and, and said it. And then I'm like, on the other side of it, I'm like, if it was reversed, how many times has the man have the indiscretion and the woman is supposed to sit there and be okay with it or take him back? No one talks you know we talk a little shit about the female like oh why you went back to him he cheated on you you, you know at this point he cheated on you 10 times and you still be with him don't come back and ask me nothing to, or say tell me anything about your relationship that's it but as far as a man once he gets cheated on one time and we don't know you know but one time now he's I, pussy whooped because he chooses to stay now he's this now he's that or you know all of all of this because he chose to stay it's not like within a man's role to stay in infidelity when a, when it's expected for females to stay within infidelity well i ask you that because uh, that's the narrative part of the narrative that's been going around like mm-hmm. um he's pussy whipped she emasculated him and all that but like she said they said even like when you say indiscretion mm-hmm. they said themselves that no neither one of them cheated mm-hmm. on each mm-hmm. other like that's that was their you know their, that's their the, relationship their mm-hmm. so the 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 talk the talking point like she making him look this way she making him look that way or whatever it's not really that. And like I said, August is the one that came out with it. And he did it on a media run for an album. Mm. So he trying to create buzz mm. yeah. and hype to exclusively yeah. saying, look and what I did. his name and everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so if, had, it, if it had been one of y'all, we wouldn't have heard about this and it wouldn't have never, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, popped up. And so he had, a, he had an interview <laughs> with Angela Yee and, and the, whatever else he talked about in the interview, nobody else, you know what I'm saying? He bought that up. And mm. then... She did a red table talk and was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna we're gonna address this together," you know what I'm saying? And that's how that came out. So I think it's for people that don't know, they just see 
clips of it and the then clips and then run, run with, with it. it and oh he pussy whip he did that for her this that and the third well because he laughed at first that's what but i'm saying like that's another part so when you're doing live tv and stuff like that mm-hmm. he might not even understood he, the joke he might not to me i don't even think he was laughing at that joke he i think he laughed at, he camera. was laughing at the joke before mm-hmm. they cut to him they go back to chris and then they go they, then they cut to uh jada and you see her reaction because mm-hmm. the timing of her reaction to the time to when he told a joke is not it, it don't it, it, re, it don't really line up so he says uh gi jane too um i can't wait to see it they cut to chris i mean they cut the will will is laughing they cut to chris then they cut back to jada now jada's rolling her eyes she would have immediately rolled her eyes Cause everybody in a certain age range knows GI Jane, mm, bald head. This, so, that, do you the think that she was rolling her eyes at Will laughing? No, no she was rolling her eyes at the joke. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of people just. Uh, this is the crazy thing to me. A lot of people I know when I'm mad, I laugh before I react because I got. I have to put a little happy in my slap before I slap him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> put a little happy in I it. I told this nigga not to say that. <laughs> he said something. Okay. Oh, yo, oh you crazy too. too crazy. Crazy. <laughs> Definitely crazy. Both that's y'all a, that's another part of it too. Like, <laughs> but, like, okay, but the, the official question was, or the original question was, mm-hmm. was Will wrong? Right. Or was that toxic? That was wrong as fuck. Like he could have had a conversation after the fact. Like he really could have pulled this man to the side. Like that's what they want us to do. White folks want us to act up, and he did not disappoint. Like, Here's the th- and guess what? I'm not either. Well, I mean, but see, that's the thing. The, what I, Why we can't be black if we are black? I mean, but see, the thing about it, we what, are. What, 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 hold on, because it's a whole well, lot. Okay, of, okay. So, yeah. all right. So I just left Chicago, and I had went to the Ducible African Art Museum or whatever, and they had like a the march on Washington with Martin Luther King and it was like a VR simulation or whatever. And the whole point of it was they were talking about how in the in the eyes of peace, you show a how do I say this? Like the people that are violent, because it was a lot of stuff going on, like um I can't remember right now, but they were like the red summer and stuff like that, like how white people get enraged and how they react to certain events. Um and so like with the the freedom bus riders and a whole bunch of other stuff, how black people were supposed to, were just sitting there docile getting spit on called nigger and all this other stuff. The media captured, if you took the picture, the media captured the white people looking like fucking evil people to people just sitting there, you know, so that picture created the narrative that black people were being abused in America, which is kind of what pushed a lot of the civil rights movement further, because now these people that are depicting themselves as angels and this, that, and the other, and godlike people are now being depicted as demon, demonic, evil ass Mm -hmm. people. So the perception that which they had for themselves are now being shown to them through media of how these people are treating these human beings you know and so i understand the fact of not wanting to react and to give into that narrative but in all honesty i don't know we were just talking earlier before we start recording about how a person if somebody comes to you a certain way no matter where it is they had the balls to step to you in that place so if 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 you meet me here i'm gonna meet you here at the, but, at the same place that you that you you left me well you, you said Something about being black. What do you mean? I'm saying that at the end of the day, people forget that Will came from Philly. I'm not saying that, you know, I mean, it don't matter. Like, he could have came from, but I'm saying that he came. Well, I'm (laughs) saying that at the end of the the day, he okay, he's a person and he had enough and he had already explained to this person and he decided to say it at this event thinking that he probably was safe from the shit. But he was like, nah, I'm gonna bring it right here to you. I told you not to say it. I'm I'm a. I'm gonna slap your ass at the Oscars. Here's what I'm saying, and 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 I want to. I think I'm 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 gonna pick up on what some of these putting down. I don't think it's a black and white thing for me. Oh, it's no. I think it's mm-hmm. more along the line of decorum in an official setting like that, where you're professional and the outcome of what happens here can affect your career. It's probably not in the best um, instance of your future and in the best just outlook of what you want to do to accomplish to do certain things. However, when I've had a conversation with you previously. As a man to a man, not a famous man to a famous man, a rich man to a rich man, but as human a man, to human. human to human. When I've told you, keep my wife's name out of your mouth, I understand what the, the essence of jokes and com- comedy and all of that. 
once I've had that conversation with you and you make a decision and a choice to ignore that bypass and basically just disregard what I've said, now we have to take it to another essence upon which I feel like you need to understand me. Mm-hmm. In that instance, Will felt like it was to be to physical. It, I disagree. And, 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 and I disagree with where he handled it on for, again, the effects of his career and mm-hmm. professionally. He could, even if you wanted to make an, make it uh, an example of it, hey, let's go talk. And you take him to the back, and, and, and then it turns into something different anyway, but I'm going to handle it in that moment. Because it's not, he could have went backstage and be like, yo, I didn't like that, da 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 and still got off and, and, and done it. But he made a decision, and I don't, I don't necessarily fault him because I understand his rationale, uh, what, what it would be. Going back to what you guys were talking about earlier, and I'm going to wrap it up real quick because I know I'm talking. Him and his wife have a set arrangement that's different than the average marriage. None of us are there. We know what we've heard. We know what they've said publicly. But if them two are happy and still kicking, then nobody else got really nothing to say to them about what they got going on in their, in their, in their relationship. Not know why you didn't do August like that because that's not that wasn't the type of situation. He had a conversation with Chris Rock, told him, listen, keep my name, wife, out your mouth. When, and, and as far as even with the looking, I think he was laughing because the cameras were going, wasn't paying any attention. And then when he re, like fully processed, it was like, I done told this. Now I got to tell this dude in, in his face at the Oscars because he clearly not paying me no attention. I think it was more along the lines of that, which was some of the delay in reaction, even with the laugh or the cameras on. But no, I'm no, I got like, to handle this. Yeah. Do the question was like, do you think he was right or wrong? Um, I think he was right. One of Chris Rock's uh, famous jokes was like, "You're not hitting a woman or whatever." He was like, "You know, there's a reason to do anything. But there's a reason to go on the stage <laughs> and smack a nigga. Mm-hmm. Just don't do it." You know what I'm saying? So, um, he did it. I feel like he was wrong, but and. I've mushed a couple niggas in my day. You know what I'm saying? So I can't fault him for losing his temper or whatever, but it ain't right. Right. He had time to think I about mean, that smack, though. He, that, I, that was, that that was walk, a long-ass walk. Yeah, it was a long walk. That was a long walk. But once he got like, up, he couldn't sit back down. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. People yeah were like, people were like, why didn't she get him? I'm like, she probably thought he was going to the bathroom. This well, was out of his character, right? Not, not even that. If you sitting there in an event with somebody and they just get up and walk on the stage, you just as shocked as everybody they, yes, else. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And people and like when you watch it and he smack him, you know what I'm saying? And then he go back to his seat. Chris Rock was like, I just, you know, he just smacked the shit out of me, whatever. Everybody started laughing because they thought it was, a joke. It was part of the show. Mm-hmm. How many award shows have you seen where one comedian is talking trash and another one's hollering from the crowd talking trash and they're joking back and forth? Back and forth mm-hmm. Yeah. That, he very easily could have thought because a lot of people he snuck that man. No, no, no. He walk up to him. Yeah, mm-hmm. he saw. He's like, uh oh. <laughs> Listen, hello. <laughs> he saw that I think he thought Will was coming to the mic to get something and to jib uh, and jib and jab back with him. But no, once you have had a conversation with a man as mm-hmm. a man, bro, you need to be ready for a man to come and have a conversation with yeah. you back, bro. With Especially if you're gonna disrupt. His hand, his I don't care where we at, cause mm-hmm. cause like. Uh, I mean, but see, my thing is, there is no right place to fight unless you're in the ring. There's no right place to fight. It's going to always be a situation where it's like somebody going to say you shaming black people, yeah, or whatever. And I'm like, but see, that's the thing. I've seen, I've been in so many situations where I've seen white people fight, and it's not this big of a deal. Like they, it's not this big of a deal. Like I've literally gone to bars, white people fighting. If it was us, we would have got kicked out. Because we're dehumanized. Yeah, exactly. That's my point. And when it goes to uh, white people, they separate them and buy them shots. They, you, you don't think they was drunk enough? They right. fighting. They obviously drunk. Like, you gonna give them another <laughs> shot? Like, okay, fine, whatever. And then they're pushed to the side, you know, and the, the night continues. But as soon as the black, it could be any him raising his voice or something for something completely within his right to be mad about. And they're already ready to kick him out. And that's how it generally get escalated. It is not because they had started fighting. It's because someone tried to push them up out of the way, get them out of the club or something. And... Just you, just like for instance, with your situation earlier, like was you was you ready to fight? Yeah, but it didn't start until the person pushed you. Like you was waiting on that. Oh no, it had started before that. That was just my external justification. Well, your external mm-hmm. justification. Once he bumped me, now oh. yes, yeah, exactly. Now that's your reason. Yes, but I'm saying, but sometimes I literally was at the club three weeks ago and a situation where people was just talking, talking, and talking, and it wasn't until the bouncers came in, it was like you got to get the fuck out of here with all, with this demeanor, and then move the guy. That's when people started fighting. I was like, well, y'all could have just came and de-escalated the situation and it wouldn't be like that. But what I'm saying is that I feel like because black people are dehumanized and white people are the humans or whatever, Mm -hmm. that we look at it, we are going to put more pressure on his actions versus if he was a white guy doing that. Like if... 
I swear to God, Ben Affleck came and slapped somebody. I don't think it would be this. It wouldn't be this big. Like it wouldn't have taken away from the Oscars. Ben Affleck ain't Will Smith either, though. I, I, get, get out my mouth, bro. Pause. Yeah, he's Literally. bigger. Who Ben Affleck? Pause. No, I'm yeah. saying Will Smith yeah. is bigger. Oh, yeah. 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 Yes, yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> so, thanks for playing along. <laughs> well, I'm not nothing. Uh, so, really quickly, along those same lines, we know that we're we're all black here, folks. Um, and so, what ha- what's the limits? What are the, some of the things, or what's the uh, furthest that you've gone to defend uh, either a partner or somebody uh, that somebody would could have said that your reaction was wrong? And Can I it, open it up to anybody. It's a long story. I don't know if we got time for it. But I just, I ran down on a nigga at my girlfriend's job. Because he was talking, you know what I'm saying? And I had to tell him, like, yo, I, Will Smith, like, yo, <laughs> if I hear some other shit, I'm come on, fuck your shit up, cuz. And hey. he was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. See, I ain't never get, I don't never give warnings. Like, I'm the youngest of four, but my brother that's a year and six months older than me, He's very docile, gentle spirit. I fought for him. I got suspended from school, kicked off the bus for fighting because, like, people would fuck with my brother. Mm-hmm. I'm the roughneck. He's gentle. Y'all fucking with him? All right. I got fight. I got uh, kicked out of school one time because this dude jumped me in line. I ain't never played by my food. He jumped me in line. I was just trying to get my food. And I went to set my tray down. I was like, hell no. Nah. I just moved it to my right hand and pimp slapped him. Bang. And the lunch lady was just like, come on through. She saw the shit. But it was just like, yo, like, you, it was a little white, red-headed white boy. He jumped me in line. It wasn't even about race or anything, but it's just like, why you jump me in line? Like, move. Mm. And he didn't want to move. So I was like, all right. So if I jumped you in the line. I don't play by my food now. Mm. Really? I don't play by my food. Okay. Um, I want to test but it. Let's go to McDonald's when we leave. But I, I don't eat McDonald's. Dang. Shit, I can want, eat this. She wants juices and berries. And- <laughs> okay, let's go to Whole Foods. What's up? <laughs> but like, literally, like, I've always been that type of person. Like, I'll just pop off. Like, uh, I don't fight as an adult. I don't think that it's comely of a woman to just be swinging and stuff. True. But I will pull that trigger. Okay? Quick, like, that's yes. better. I'm not, it's I'm not, just saying but, because, uh, no, know. but like, it, 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 it would have to get to that point for oh. me. That's what I'm saying. Like, in order for me to like come, come at you, like, you really had to try me. And obviously, one time, yeah, I, I did. Oh, you done shot somebody? I, hey, you pull out the blicky? I mm-hmm. had to pull it you out. You hit the yellow with the yellow? But that was because I saw red. I well, got to that like point. That. You, you know what I'm saying? But like, for me, I, I don't think that there's a situation where like it's called for until, unless you, you either, really really tried me to the point where it cut me to my soul or you are threatening somebody around me but this, mm-hmm. it's only been a couple of times as an adult that i've actually fought mm-hmm. I, went, I went for that black egg have you had somebody defend your honor like run run upon somebody i've never you? needed it and i know that's probably a toxic, that's to probably that might possibly be a toxic trait of mine i'm still learning how to let a man be a man that maybe wants to because you know i get that all the time like, man you know let me open the door even small stuff like that and it's not like i'm a woman i don't need you but i'm so used to doing it myself but even in that for me because i'm a dude that definitely still opens doors and i'm used to like if a woman's reaching for it, it's like oh no i got it like it's not even so much a, oh you're not letting me no it's not a let it's more of a, okay, and I'm going to do, I'm not going to get upset because I know there are women who are conditioned to only do it, some who don't want to. But as a man, I'm going to do it, whether yeah. it be. And the, I know the, how to take back seat. I'll step back and allow that. But at the same time, like, I've never had anybody have to defend my honor because people already know I'm crazy. Don't fuck with me. Wow. <laughs> what about you, Des? Have you, what's the um, most you've done or had done I for you? I feel that I generally am the protector. Now, I've had someone try something, you know, it's such a blur in my life. But um, I feel like I, I honestly feel like in those situations, I tried to de-escalate it because I just felt like it wasn't that serious. Um, like I felt like I try to ignore a lot of things, like because to me, it it don't really bother me because people are going to say what they're going to say regardless. Yeah. I've been talked about since I was in the seventh grade. I'm kind of numb to it. So it's like, I don't really care. Let that person, I'm not going to give them power over their words when it comes to me, point blank, period. And I don't want you to succumb to their words either because it's not worth it. Um, I can say in a situation, my aunt came and defended me um, because this big football player looking guy, because I was ignoring him. Because I'm like, what, what you saying whatever, is irrelevant. Do you want a shot? They think I know I'm on the ground. I'm like, the fuck? I'm drunk, y'all. I'm just like, the fuck? I'm on the ground? And next thing I know, I'm on the ground again. And that this time I realized, okay, somebody had to fucking hit me. Like, there's no way I'm on the ground two times this fast. 
and I got up with my shoe and I knew who it was. Yeah, my heel went through this man's cheek and I had him like this and I was like, bam, bam, bam. I bet you won't hit no woman again. I'm just sitting here like thinking to myself, like I was so happy because I've seen things growing up. So I was like, if a man ever put their hands on me, it's a wrap. Like he got years of trauma lashed out on his ass. I don't think he probably would have ever, He, I haven't seen this dude, heard from him. I don't even know where he is, but I know that he will never hit a girl again, especially someone my stature, because you this tall and got your ass fucked up by a 4'11". Five, two and a half. <laughs> it's woman. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, <laughs> yeah, I got that, you know what I'm saying? Witty. But anyway, so like, yeah. So I'm just like, you know, I've, I've always seen myself defend myself and other people. And I've never, I've only probably had one or two instances where I was def uh, defended. But I do have a question, you know, with, with this topic, because I was talking to someone about this the other day. And he's a guy. So I'm going to ask him to present these to you guys. And then I'm going to ask you. But you're with your, your girl and her friend and you're walking behind them, like maybe five, six feet behind them or whatever. And some mm -hmm. guys roll in the car and they're catcalling them. Right. What would you do? Would they you, good. Yeah. Yeah. That's, they good. Then that's how you. That's all they need. Because at that point, mm -hmm. that's giving you the, the awareness. You may not have known that they were with mm -hmm. me. You now and know. And then they start laughing. I don't give a fuck about that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't I care nothing about that. As long as they keep rolling, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. You can do what you want to do. Y'all in another state? Not going to change? Well, no, it depends on the state now. Oof. Are you Some saying? of these niggas, man. I'm telling you, I done been places. <laughs> niggas pull up, man. This nigga pulled out a gun on me one time. That shit was so goddamn big. I don't know how it fit in the car. <laughs> <laughs> like, goddamn, cuz. Like, really? <laughs> so you were basically Chris Rock. <laughs> uh, yeah, he didn't pimp slap you, but he pulled No, you. I was Ukraine. Oh shit! Niggas pull out Russia. <laughs> shit. So how would you? How, oh, if you shit. if you were the female, would you want your your guy to come and do that, or how would you have liked the situation to be handled? You actually, when y'all when you gave that scenario, it sparked something. Uh, I think it was last summer. I was in Florida. No, it was spring. Yeah, I was in Florida. I went to see this dude. Toxic. Mm. His ass got cut. Mm -hmm. Um, but we were walking. Matter of fact, I had on one of my dope outfits. It was the one that ties. So my whole, you know, little waist was out and shit. And at that time, I've been hitting the gym every day. So it was like abs, bah, 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 just looking, you know. And this dude, it was an African dude. Like he, he intentionally like looped around. We were walking in the store and he was like, dang, where you get a girl like that? Or something. He, he made, said that to the dude. He, yeah, like says, where did you get a girl some, like that? Some yeah. slick ass comment or whatever. And he was, he, oh, oh, yeah, that's a bad one right there. Whatever he said. He said it in an African accent. Yeah. And or he was Jamaican or some shit. I know he had a damn accent, but it oh, happened man. so fast. I was just like, what the fuck? And dude was like, go find your own nigga. Da, 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 da. And dude said something else. And he was like, yeah, yeah. And they was going back and forth. And I was just looking like, oh, shit, this is this, <laughs> this really happened happening. quickly. Yeah. yeah. And the dude ended up coming in the store. By that point, I was like, yo, let's go. The other he dude? Was, yeah. The dude that like made the comment. The Nigerian. I don't know what he was. Let's go with Nigerian. I like Nigerian. Nigerian. They're bold. They're a bold <laughs> sport. What did you say to me? <laughs> So when he I came was in, and it was a guy. group of them, right? It was a group of dudes or whatever. So at that point, I was like, yo, let's just go. Because I already seen he's a big dude, too. Like, I, I seen him yeah. escalate, and I wasn't going to be the pulling back. And I wasn't even going to try. I would have to run to the car and get my shit. Like, I, that's too much. Yeah, you cannot run no African. <laughs> <laughs> Said every distance runner ever. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Um, but what I wanted to happen, um, I was not embarrassed. If there would have been more people around or whatever, it probably would have been, like, made, you know, more of a spectacle. But it's just like, yo, handle it. But don't don't get to the point where you got to fight. Like mm -hmm. he just he said words. Now, if he lay his hands on me, that's a different story, mm -hmm. especially if I ain't got my piece on me. If you see him lay his hands on me and I don't want it and he keep coming. Yeah, you better you better handle that shit because then we're going to have a problem. I'm I'm big on respect. But at the same time, um, T.I. talks about how he's like, I don't know what you're going to do for your respect, but I'm going to die for mine. And then when he went to prison, he thought about it and had an old head talk to him. It's like you could die behind what another man think of you, bro. Mm -hmm. That's 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 asinine. And for me. I think that helped me in my progression because I'm big again. I'm big on respect. I've had it happen where in in the shoe store, uh, my lady on one side, I'm on the other, and they shooting and the, say, "Yo, she good." 
And by that time, it's like, if you choose to then disrespect me, now we're having a different conversation. I'm not going to be upset because, of course, I'm not going to be with nothing ugly. I want you. I'm, of course, any man going to see her and it's cool. Grocery store. My wife walks down the aisle and this happens more than than I care to really even admit to. But we will walk different times in the, in the grocery store. And so she'll be there. Hey, ma'am, are you OK? Do you need any help today? We're doing all right. All right. All right. If you need anything, let me know. Hey, man, I can't get no help, bro. What's up? I'm, I'm over here. Oh, uh, now you need some help. But nah. So like even all of that, once a man has acknowledged going back to the Chris Rock thing, when a man has taken the opportunity to educate, inform or let you know this is what it is, you've made a choice now. And when you make that choice to be disrespectful, that's when it goes down different avenues. And so like if they're like catcalling all that, I, don't, I ain't got no problem with that. But once I've acknowledged they're good or blah, 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 my presence is here. You need to give me that respect of them as a man or you deal with the consequences either way. I'm good. Well, you pull out the y'all on me and then I back down. So, yeah. But even, no, 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 because guess what? I, I, even in that conversation, you want to talk gun talk, I'm fluent, dog. They ain't made one and stop. Yeah, but mine in the car. Mine is. His right there. I've had, a concealed, I've had a concealed weapons permit since 2008. You, had, you got the y'all in your pocket? Right now I do. No, I'm talking, talking about, about the y'all. He had the y'all. Listen, <laughs> listen. He got the kakoom. Ba-boom. Yeah. My thing is this. With whatever I got, no matter where I am. Mine was a joke, though. You ain't got to go deep in it. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so, 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 kind of segueing into it. Have mm-hmm. any to the end? No, have any of y'all been Chris Rock? Nope. I have. Yes, I definitely have, and I think it's funny. So I'm gonna go read a message. Look, I'm not trying to start no drama, but okay, man. Uh, <laughs> I, I had to read this because the person that posted it, I'm like, look at the kettle calling the pot black, right? Whoa. It is a shame to witness this amazing talent slowly lose his emotional state over this toxic ass woman he calls a wife. The joke was distasteful, but not worthy of the show he made after the fact. Chris Rock was being a comedian at the Oscars. And if anyone thinks the slap was a form of protecting his wife, you're as delusional as that fake apology he gave after winning the Oscar. Blah, 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 blah. Some of you girls on here need to shut up in regards to him doing what is right to defend his wife. The real insult come from, comes from his wife entanglement when she prepared on her show for ratings. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, so this person posted it. And I'm just sitting here like, yo, I had to screenshot it. I had to send it to my family, like the people oh, that know so the, the situation. You know the person who wrote that or just somebody reposted that? Um, They reposted it, but they okay, shared it. Okay, because I read it. that. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, and, the, and they po- reposted it, but it looked like their post type. You know, like you mm. can share repost or you can copy and paste oh. whatever so i'm sitting here like this is crazy like how does this have the audacity so let me explain the situation so um i was 17 staying with my um family and i'm just leaving it like that um and the well where we were staying we were getting mistreated and so in this mistreatment, we went back and told my grand my grandfather before I even got there had already said leave because this is some bullshit. And he recognized that this is why the family don't fuck with this per- one person in particular, because they are toxic. And so when we we're kids at your house and we're not eating, you coming home, bringing your kids food and we're still like, you know, we can't leave the house. And then when we do leave the house, you're going to run around telling my family that I'm w- walking out with heels and shorts and I'm a hoe and I'm this, that and the other and all this other stuff. And so I had to correct her at that point. I was like, hey, don't go running around telling my family things was going on in your house. You're the adult. You can come talk to me as a guest in your house and we can address it. And if you feel like it needs to get to the level of going to my mom and, uh, and my grandfather, whatever, then you can take it there. But don't go straight there and have them come and trying to discipline me for things that's not even really going on. You over here lying and bullshitting. So then it got to the point where just things started escalating and we to this day i still don't know how it happened but we at mcdonald's trying to get something to eat and we come back in the house well while we're at mcdonald's my aunt called and i'm talking to her and i'm just crying because i'm just like i've never felt mistreatment like this before because i've been around my family and i'm part of my family we just family we like this so to be treated like that was just unlike this was some crazy shit you know and so um i'm telling my aunt this and i guess she calls and cusses my uncle out next thing i know I come through the door and I am 17 and this dude is like, you know, whatever. He jumps on me and we fighting and and I'm just like, what the fuck? And then I ended up because I'm strong. I ended up kicking him off of me and he put this huge hole in his wall. 
But I ran out, you know, ended up running to this white lady house with no contacts, no glasses. I can't see. And I'm just crying in fucking Florida with all these white people in this neighborhood and going to some random white lady house who was outside smoking a cigarette. And I'm just crying. And she was like, you know, trying to comfort me and was like, we'll call the cops, you know, just all this stuff. And I'm yeah, call the cops. I'll press the fucking charges. Like this is how pissed off I'm at because this is ridiculous. And I'm sitting here thinking to myself, like, how can you sit here and talk about toxicity when you a child abuse? Yeah. Y'all over here doing this shit to a child because of whatever y'all got going on. Like to me to this day. And it's like, okay, from that point of view, would I then look at Jada as toxic? If Jada was this, if if she was this person, yeah, I would look at it as a toxic situation. But I don't look at that situation as toxic the same as I look at this one because I know the mistreatment that wanna, was put behind it. Huh? You want to put the green light on? I got some homies. Oh, no, it ain't um, even worth that no more. Okay. I've gotten over it. And this was like 14 years ago. But still, at the end of the day, I'm just thinking to myself, how can you sit there and and say that like i literally was just just crazy to me still to this day it's just a crazy ass situation that i just never thought i would be in with my family but yeah that was a a chris rocked situation wow anybody else you've been chris rocked i'll save it for next time because we showed on time so mm-hmm. all right well i'm gonna remind i've never been physically chris chris rocked but in the seventh grade um we had some hockey players come and they were talking about hockey and um one of them was talking about that there was a fighting position. I forget what he called it or whatever. But there's the enforcer. That's it, enforcer. Um, and so my comment to him was like, y'all need to hire me to come and be y'all enforcer. And this kid, random kid, I don't even remember who it was. He's just like, you can't even fight. And everybody started laughing and I just was embarrassed. I ain't never said nothing back. But he essentially Chris Rock me because he shamed me in front of people. Mm. No, you just got embarrassed. Yeah. That's a cr- Chris no, Rock he got embarrassed. Chris emotionally Rock got Chris Rock. He got slapped. Mm-hmm. He emotionally Chris Rock me. <laughs> Who's but, but but that's what I said. Who's coming to slap Big Cliff? Next topic. <laughs> <laughs> you just wanted to join the conversation. I did. Feel, I wanted to contribute. Feel, you want to feel I, empathy for Chris Rock. I wanted. I did. Yeah. That nigga talking about he said I couldn't fight. And I was offended. I was. I was hurt. Because no, all I could think was, I ain't had nothing in that moment. And, I, and, I, and knowing uh, I could fight, I, but my mind wouldn't work quick enough. And so kind of he was like, wow, just got smacked. I literally got emotionally, verbally smacked in that moment. So, did you cry? It didn't hurt, man. Because in seventh grade, when somebody really embarrassed you, your ass cry. <laughs> no, I didn't. Seventh grade, I me, I, cried. I was a cry. I wasn't a cry at all. See, yeah. my the only time I cried was actually while I was fighting, and it was the craziest thing. People used to be afraid because, like, I would just <gasps> and then start crying and then let loose on everybody. It's just like, yo, I'm sorry to beat your ass this time. I really feel bad because <laughs> probably because I knew I was gonna get a beating from my daddy when I got no matter when win or lose, I was gonna get it. So Mm-mm, I got beat if I didn't fight. Cause they had to show me this is like I remember I had gotten a altercation and my grandfather was looking and he was like oh hell no I came back in the house turned on the TV he was like um what's going on and I was like nothing he was watching the whole thing he took that belt beat my ass and he said she can't beat your ass worse than I did now go out there because he wanted my family kind of more so stick up for yourself right. like don't be afraid to stick up for yourself mm-hmm. you know like I'm not gonna say that was like the best parenting but he also grew up in. Right. Philly and, and Jersey, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he grew up where that's what they did, you know? And um, I understand standing up for yourself. I just feel like, you know, sometimes we do have to work on how we do that. But then sometimes I'm against that because I'm like, look, passive has gotten us some places, but not as fast as sometimes I've seen violence get people somewhere quicker. And I can look at, you know, white people, they're, they're violent by nature. And I can say that I've been in situations where you have black people um, when like right down South Carolina, when they were taking the flag, I was there when they took down the flag at the state house because I wanted to say I was part of something or part of history or whatnot. And I'm there and I'm looking black people peaceful as hell. You got the white people on our side and the Ku Klux Klan over there and you had the police separating them. But the people that were in in uh, reacting to it or or giving life to the Ku Klux Klan wasn't black people. It was white people. This white girl spit. This other white guy threw a chair over there. And that's when everything set off. But they are Is only that the showing- time the bloods beat the dude up. Yeah, but it happened after the yeah game. yeah i'm just saying that yeah, was you know at the same saying? time and then like i hear people <laughs> shout talk out about to the bees how and i also hear people Subo. talk about how um 
we when we have riots we destroy our community i'm like have y'all not seen white people when black people were swimming in their pools they drained the whole pool or they burnt down a whole neighborhood <laughs> can't nobody in their, I ain't gonna swim. yeah they nobody swimming swim. or like black people trying to move into their housing development they gonna they, burn the house down next door to them just so the black person move. won't move in so you can't sit here and say black people this that and the other and not look at the other side and just make it all about you know, a black person coming out of character or a black person doing this or black people doing this, that, and the other. Like, if we're going to talk about that, let's talk about it. Let's talk right. about it. They've been destroying yeah. our shit way for us. us. They're the destructive Wall ones. Street, you know, everything. You know, they, they come Wilmington. in. And, yeah, they just come in and destroying stuff. And then we're not to look at their shit, like how we're zoned in and looking at our shit. And mm -hmm. that's why I have a problem with, that's where I actually have the problem with. It's like, okay, so what's right for them is not right for us and what's wrong for us is right for them like you know i just I, it just don't make sense to me um yeah all right is there anything else y'all would like to discuss talk about as far as the will jada anything else um, no just uh chris rock deserve it for letting louis ck say nigga so that's all i got to say oh okay Alrighty, so I do want to thank everybody again for tuning into this episode. Um, so I guess what we learned today is recognizing toxicity before we get in deep. Uh, we will stand up for Black people, for Black women and our community. I'm just going to say that. I'm going to leave it lit like that. Go, Will. And hope y'all tune in next time. And this was The Elephant in the Room with Desiree and Friends.